three, three, number three, one, two, th- 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 three. What's up with you? What's going what's on? New? What's new? What's new? I think we've been watching the same show this week. I'm not <laughs> quite sure if that was you next to me on the couch. I believe that it was, was you. Are you serious? Wait, that wasn't you. I don't know. As a ghost. It was. <laughs> yeah. It was oh, I've been watching that with a ghost. <laughs> We're talking about something not scary. Well, scary it's in its own way. Scary and yeah. Netflix show called Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. You know, serial rapist is a topic. So uh, it's if you have a weak stomach, a probably show probably not for you. Sense. But if you're here talking about spooks, then you might like it. True crime fan or horror fan, you'll like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because what's scarier than real world horror? Let's be honest. Nothing. Let's be honest. The floor was scary. Um, he was giving me white supremacist vibes, even though he wasn't one, but he looked like one. He secretly was. That was like his unknown. That was what was on his hard drive that they couldn't find. <laughs> they couldn't unlock with all his just a bunch of swastikas. Hate. Yeah, you're still listening to that. My favorite murder thing. Oh yeah, that's that's my number one podcast. That's your pod right there, dog. My pod. favorite murder, Georgia, Karen, some my goyles. Also, um, confronting OJ is a really good podcast too. I have one episode left. I don't know. If I don't know if I can handle it. It's, it's so good, though, because it gives you all the behind-the-scenes of the case, evidence you've never heard of. And then also, I think just we always forget there's so much focus on the perpetrator yeah. and the killer that you forget how many people are affected. And they all get lost and left behind, yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't just... So it's done by Kim Goldman, Ron Goldman's sister, and... And he was the victim, right? The other yeah. Victim. Yeah. And she talks to all these people. So, I mean, there were attorneys that are still haunted by this case. Jurors, journalists. Um, Probably that judge. That guy yeah. Done, that guy done fucked up. Oh, yeah. I mean. Did you say the trial was nine months? I'm pretty sure the lady said it was like a nine f- almost months. a full-term pregnancy. How was that even allowed? I don't know. I'm obviously no legal expert, but nine months? Who's That's insane, dog. We were in college for seven years. I think we should have a law degree or a medical degree. Oh, we should, but that's <laughs> for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's in our what not we to do in life We podcast. don't like to talk about that. <laughs> we don't like to talk about the how, just the, uh, the end. <laughs> we, we made it, all right? We got our papers. We got our papers. Um, I've been into more serious podcasts the ron burgundy podcast very serious were you listening to it well just before oh okay yeah 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 i need to finish that one yeah well he has a haunted house so if you guys you guys don't want to hear that one it's pretty scary the garage is really scary (laughs) (laughs) a ghost mommy (laughs) that wants to nurse him (laughs) oh Um, my god yeah so shows unbelievable yes and Shit's Creek. Oh, you have to watch Shit's Creek. Hilarious. And they got some sneak some feels in there. Yeah. And it's just it's just pretty damn funny. The Levies. I want them to adopt me. We're on season three. Yes. That's that you that watched correct. that with me, also, right? 
I'm pretty sure there was like a strange man on my couch. Oh, I don't know was if that was now? you or not. I'll go fight him. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, motherfucker! <laughs> it was just our son. <laughs> oh, then no. Little curly bastard. Um, American Horror Story just started on Wednesday. So if you are. This woman is obsessed, everybody. Fan of 1980s it. horror movies. It's a. Uh, 200% homage to Friday the 13th and even some Halloween in there. Some like, guy named Jason. Or Heezy. <laughs> little guy. It's so good. The 80s music, the campiness. I, I'm I'm excited for this. She's season. feeling it. She's feeling it, guys. And then I've watched, I think, three or four episodes of The Terror <sighs> Season 2, which is called Infamy. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> that one I love too because it's I love smart horror where you kind of like The Walking Dead where so you have these zombies so in this show mm-hmm. you have um, this Japanese spirit but then at the same time they're looking at human evil because this is after Pearl Harbor and Oof. they're starting to round up the Japanese and put them in the Oof. camps and then you're kind of wondering well what's worse this one spirit or the way humans treat yeah. each other, you know. So I, I like when horror has commentary like that. Pashel, pashel. And then, lastly, I am probably like two thirds through Dracula, the book, which is really well written, mm-hmm. which shocked me because it was written in 1897, I think. It's really well done. And it's cool too. There's a cat in my face because um, the whole book, which I didn't, I wasn't expecting this, is written through journal entries and like newspaper clippings. Whoa! This is the Bram guy. Yeah, Bram, Bram Stoker. Stoker. Yeah. Cool. It's really good. So recommend that too. It's our recommendation corner. Yep. All right. So we saw it. Chapter two. Number two. Chapter two. Do you want to give a little synopsis? All right. So we saw it. Number two. Number two. I don't know if anyone saw the first one. First one. Excellent. Excellent. You have to watch it. Have to watch it. (laughs) So the second one is obviously sequel. So it picks up. uh, I think it's twenty-seven years Mm -hmm. after the first one. So you kind of pick up where all the p- the kids from the Losers Club. Uh, how many? How many kids are yeah. there? Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. Well, there's a group seven? of seven kids about. Seven. Um, and it's pretty damn creepy. So you pick up where they are. Some of them are doing okay. Some of them not so much. Um, they do a really great job of kind of tying it together, and a lot of the actors look just like them. Actresses look like them. Oh yeah, they did really great casting. And this one. Some of them looked identical. Like if you were to use one of those like missing kid aging yeah. <laughs> technologies. Yeah. yeah, that's how they would look. Yeah, exactly. So it's basically he comes back 27 years later because he's on a cycle. He's been doing that forever where he, he kills a bunch of the townspeople and then goes back underground basically. He sleeps for 27 years and I envy him for that. Yeah, and it's, like, al- doesn't it's almost like a horror sci-fi in a way. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Sleep for that long. <laughs> Just eat a bunch of fucking food and, and then asleep. hibernate he's pretty for much 30 a bear. years. He's pretty much a bear with makeup on. He's kind of my hero. Yeah. Um, I'm kidding. But yeah, he's just back to 
cause havoc. Finished a job on these kids. Oh yeah, and they made a blood pact in the first at the end of the first movie that if he did come back, if Pennywise the clown came back, that they would all return um, to Derry and finish him once and for all. And so that's why they and most they of reunite. them left Derry. I think there's only one left. There's only one, yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of orchestrating. Once he gets the feeling, and he's, there's some dead bodies popping up, then he's yes. like, "All right, this this Pennywise is back, so we gots to go. We <laughs> got to get is home. Back. Yeah, bitch is back. <laughs> bitch is back. <laughs> so during the movie, they kind of go, they kind of do the similar as the first movie, where each character has their own fears, and he plays on their fears because the whole thing is Pennywise wants the fear that mm-hmm. fuels him." And helps them to to kill the people. You didn't know fear is quite delicious. That's what yeah. Tasty. Okay, and now we're gonna give it our numerical score. One to ten. One to ten here. What you got? What you got? What you got? Well, I do think, I think the first one was better. In the sense of it was unexpected, it was like Goonies meets a horror movie, which is just awesome. Oh yeah. I mean you can't. Again, guys, we're going to mention Goonies every single podcast. Every podcast will be a You know who was in Goonies? Feldman. Mr. Corey Feldman. <laughs> if he was in this, it probably would have been better. <laughs> anyway, I think the first one was a little bit better, but I think I'll probably give this one a 7. Solid 7 out of 10, I think. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So what you got? I would give it a 9. A 9? Yeah. What would you give the first one, then? A ten? A ten. Oh wow. Damn. She loved it. <laughs> she loved it. Okay, I'm sorry, I can't Two. stop with those horrible it puns. It. <laughs> I am a mom though, I gotta have the mom jokes. <laughs> you gots too. It was a, it's a solid, solid movie and I think I don't know, they're just smart horror films. I don't know. I think they were able to surprisingly capture a lot of emotion. Oh yeah. And That's why it's so unique in the genre, I think. Yeah, and they were able to kind of stick. They did some weirder, like some weirder creatures this time, <laughs> yeah. like some freaky shit. Um, but then they kept tying it back to the first one. And I actually was surprised we still got a lot of the kids in it, mm-hmm. which was cool. Yeah. So what what didn't you like? What were your well some of negatives? the I just think overall it wasn't as good as the first one. I'd probably mm-hmm. give the first one a. Eight and a half or nine. Mm-hmm. So then this one naturally is going to be a point. Okay. Or half li- lower. I think just because you have higher expectations because of the first one. Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I think maybe the pacing was a little weird some of the time. Um, But I didn't mind the length of the movie. I actually thought it went really fast. It felt really fast. I didn't right? know it was like, what, almost three hours? Yeah. I thought it was like an hour or two. I thought it was two hours and it was almost three. So that was shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was mainly the pacing and then there's just so many characters. And then they kind of did the same thing as the first one where they're like, which was cool but not cool where they're showing the fears again and kind of, it kind of felt repetitive in a way almost. Oh, really? Okay. But I mean, that's just okay, okay, how it okay. works. That's fair. But I did think they had some really creepy stuff. Some just really good visuals. The guy is just scary as can be. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I thought the hater was just awesome. He totally stole it. And there's a surprise that comes later in the sh- later in the movie, which was really touching and emotional. Yeah, we should warn. This is a very spoiler heavy podcast, so things will come. So we're out. gonna we're gonna spoil stuff. All right, all right. I don't know. It's hard to talk about stuff without. Yeah. All right. So was how are you? What are you justifying your nine with? Well, starting. Well, start with the couple things I didn't like were um, the. I think it it was kind of hard to get back into the movie at first because you were so swept up with the kids' lives. So then we start with these adults. We don't really we like we know them, but we don't know them. It was kind of hard getting back into the yeah. Movie and it kind of there's so many of them you had to jump around a lot. You're Whereas kinda, the yeah. kids were all together in other ones, I think it was easier to integrate maybe. Yeah, and you're kind of having to get to know them all over again. Um, but I mean, I, I seriously, I really feel like that was only like ten or fifteen minutes, and then yeah. it started grooving and flowing. And then the right. other thing was, yeah, some of the creatures, the two <laughs> that stand out to me was when they're at the the Chinese <laughs> restaurant, and there was that, um, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It was like a baby face or a head on like yeah. a crab creature i don't know what it was yeah. i remember you were sitting next to me and you were like what the fuck is yeah that? um that was pretty comical i don't know and then um yeah some of the creatures kind of broke broke the fourth wall i guess yeah kind of took you out of it but i mean they were scary and they were freaky and weird even yeah. though even those the the ones creative. that were kind of weird were creative yeah and then the second one is like okay again spoilers so stop you haven't seen the movie yet uh don't stop don't stop believing okay the ending when they're defeating pennywise and he like <laughs> shrinks down and he's all little oh yeah like a little <laughs> his puddle. little like head yeah <laughs> he was kind of cute but then he kind of reminded me of that like smoking caterpillar from alice in wonderland oh, <laughs> he I looked see. really yeah. goofy he looked goofy yeah but I don't know. It, it it wasn't enough. Those couple things weren't enough to to make me go. Oh, this is a terrible movie. Or oh, like they failed yeah. at this. You know. Yeah. Um. Thoughts on. I did think it. Oh, spoiler! It starts off like really disturbing. With oh, what happens to those two guys? Yeah, that's gonna. That be was sad. One of my likes. So I think. Or are we going to like? Or are we gonna have? Oh yeah, we can. But you can. Go for it. What were you saying? Oh yeah, I was just gonna say they. That was one of where they just captured the emotion and kind of like you were saying there was always a parallel of like, who's more of a monster, oh, this yeah. guy, this creature that comes back and kills, or the everyday human. Which was, was great. Yeah, and which they did on the first one too because right. the bully who's you know taking the kid and he's um what's his name ben he was carving ben's stomach open yeah exactly you know just and that was before pennywise came and yep possessed him so yeah i mean that it's a great lesson of we have these monsters but is are people the real monsters you know are they worse and then just like the levels you know like the one mom was a hypochondriac and put that on her kid and it's like okay that's not like the worst thing you can do to a kid but it's not healthy either you know and then it's like okay like it's just getting put on him and then obviously you had the dad of the 
the main girl who was sexually abusive yeah and Beverly super ver- just abusive in every way verbally physically mm-hmm. and sexually so it's like all on beverly and it's like whoa mm-hmm. so that was dark yeah so that yeah that would be one of the the things that i like the highlights like i thought the directing was great and then mm-hmm. for the writing yeah i love that both parts of this saga were based on trauma and like you're saying abuse and yeah again it's like what's worse i mean this is your father this is your mother you know yeah which are things you know you can't avoid like you're stuck with that for your life yeah and then another spoiler that beverly gets with her husband is wholly abusive when we see her the 27 years later which yeah which is basically abusive which is also a really good commentary Mm -hmm. and just tragic Mm mm-hmm um, but yeah, I think that's what you're saying, like with the smart horror that it's able to kind of supersede the usual, like, like it, there should be a place for like the campy stuff, like with Jason and stuff. Cause it's just like entertaining and funny. Yeah. There's an area for that. But it's fantastic. when every single movie like is only basic like that, it gets kind of yeah. old or like, you know, there's a haunted book and they open it and this stuff happens or there are ghosts and this happens. This is way more sophisticated exactly you need you you need space for that which i love it's a cross genre thing and Mm -hmm. i just love when you can have that where you're going and thinking okay like all right it's just gonna be like your standard scary movie and it's like whoa this is deep and all the characters are unique in their own ways and it brings up different issues with each one you know that's what I love about this this movie and the first one though is it's like it's not even a horror movie. It's like it's like a a drama about friendship and mm-hmm. these kids with this unbreakable bond who've all been through their own forms of trauma and there just happens to be this demonic <laughs> killer yeah. clown on the sidelines, but there's so much emotional development I just, yeah and i just think king is so good with capturing the the adolescence and the innocence oh, yeah. and he's a pro i mean who doesn't you know sometimes reminisce and remember those times and you have these pure times with your friends or you're just out you know dicking around and just in the moment you know which was another thing i love that like we were talking about i think you felt it too was there was a feeling of nostalgia which was weird because yeah. the other movie was released only two years ago but i was yeah that's right that was they did really did well with that. Yeah, yeah you felt such like a longing and a warmth and a comfort whenever they did a, i think in my opinion they did a good amount of flashbacks yeah uh, and it felt good and yeah, I was surprised they were able to that be successful. so successful with the flashbacks. Yeah. Because you basically have, like, at that point, like, what, 14 different people? I mean, they're really only seven, but you have two yeah, versions two of cast, them. Yeah, <laughs> So it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and I think when they do those flashbacks, and then they would also have, like, almost flash sideways, where it's, yeah. like, you're in this, like, creepy realm, the Pennywise realm almost, and you have, it kind of reminds me of, like, the the batman guy the uh scarecrow where you give him those and they're tripping out and like the guy's gigantic or yeah the reality's altered a little bit but you're still like feeling similar things this one was definitely more sci-fi like you were saying i think they went to the the original material a lot more and they got i feel like they 
I, in my opinion, I feel like they got good, like a good amount of freaky. Like they went, yeah, freaky, but not too far where you're yeah. like, this is and they were also, yeah, and they were also doing stuff like with the the guy who the hypochondriac guy. How and remember he yeah. got puked on and they're playing the funny music. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I think that's something where they felt safe to do that too, mm-hmm. which is fun because in horror, all this horrible stuff's happening and you want some comedy to go with it yeah and that's what is fun about the campy ones is like you always have something funny going on you know so i think they were able to fit some humor in there oh they did a great comedy balance speaking of which i know oh my and that was such a good casting and smooth transition dog smooth smooth criminal did you know the Finn Wolfhard actually requested that he hater. play him no as an way. adult? Yeah, he wanted. Oh, Bill Hader awesome. was so flattered by that, and I oh. don't think they could have picked a better person. I don't think anyone else could that play was that a role. Straight, uh, like you said, when they use that aging technology, and yeah. this would be like a personality, like from the show, from the movie, personality technology. Yeah. It's like, dude, how do they find it such perfect? I mean, aside from Pennywise, I just feel like he stole the movie. I could just yeah. watch a whole movie of Richie. I yeah. I couldn't get enough of him. And I don't know. I hope he gets... He obviously won't get an Oscar or anything because they, they don't appreciate horror movies but or comedy. Just so you guys know, you're going to get a more real review here. Don't be talking about these metafools, these metacritics and <laughs> yeah. tomatoes and all that for horror movies and for... Tomatoes. For stuff like comedies. They're going off on this Chappelle thing, whether you like it or not. It's not like a 12%. I'm sorry. No. 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 Real quick side note, it was funny because um, Danny McBride was talking in an interview about how um, when he would do press for Mm -hmm. a comedy, whenever he does press for a comedy, the reporter's they just half-ass the job. They, like, don't even ask them real questions. Whoa, they really? don't care. Like, people yeah. just aren't interested. They don't take it seriously. Right. It's like, but then it was funny because <laughs> when he actually did, like, Halloween, Halloween. or yeah. Alien, people were taking it seriously, which uh, surprised me because I feel like horror doesn't get much respect, but I think comedy's probably on, like... The lowest? <laughs> the lowest. Yeah. Or at least the bottom two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Some bullshit. People need to lighten up. Have some fun. Yeah. Well, and appreciate that. You can The humor takes a lot of talent, too. Oh, I think it takes the most. That's crazy. Because you have to... You have to get the timing right on everything. Your delivery is the most important. And then, also, everyone has different sense of humor. Yeah. So, you have to appeal to everyone oh that's another show we were watching side note to on oh the gemstones, gemstones. The gemstones. yeah we, we started the gemstones that, one. that was great we're like four in i think oh speaking of damn mcbride that was pretty yeah, funny yeah if you like watching uh stuff about <laughs> hypocrites <laughs> and then vice principals was the other one he was in which was really oh, funny God, too I love and that. obviously eastbound and down was pretty funny remember that little dude <laughs> that little dude was hilarious okay. i don't know his name we need to look and then the Googans actor he's back baby i forgot his name okay sorry back on track back okay, on track back to it. um 
Oh, also want to say, um, again, spoiler alert, but something that I thought was huge for a mainstream movie mm-hmm. and I'm really happy about was the fact that they did make one of the main characters gay and that yeah. it was a very deep, real love. It wasn't character, like, it just wasn't like a caricature. It wasn't stereotyped it right. just felt like a re- like i was crying like it, yeah. it got to me and i felt that and i think that was awesome to put that out there mm-hmm. and hopefully that becomes more of the norm like they normalized that's it. a really good way to put it yeah it was just a normal what you'd have in a male female relationship exactly it was it, wasn't it was beautiful weird I, you know i'm the flamboyant guy and i we're gonna have this on and off again relationship and yeah well you know it was like no like this guy's loved this other guy since he was a kid yeah so it was heartbreaking so you have to watch the movie to feel get the feels and just especially if you're a hater fan the guy cannot uh, watch Barry the oh, guy yeah. watch cannot Barry. do anything HBO show, wrong baby. <laughs> He's incredible. And if you haven't seen his Stefan on SNL, I don't know where you. Oh been. yeah, you've been under a rock or something. Because that's hilarious. Watch the best of on his SNL. Um, I think they they did again. They did a really good job with the the music and the timing of things and the cinematography. They got freaky. They know how to pull it all together. I think there was multiple times where it's like, ooh, that was a good shot. Or, oh, oh yeah. that was the music, you know, you're feeling it and intensity revving up. Uh, yeah, I think he's a great director. I think, uh, I, I can't, I'm not sure, Andy Muschietti, Muschietti, I'm not Muschietti. sure how to say it, but he's great. And um, I didn't, so I didn't like the music in the beginning, like when uh, Jessica Chastain was like leaving her husband. I felt like it was kind of like overly dramatic. Oh, okay. But then the rest of the movie it was like perfection, which oh, was good, weird. Good, but good. I'm not. I'm not gonna complain about that. That was. I was yeah, happy very with small that. thing. And then yeah, visually, like we were talking about this right after we saw it. It was like people were in a room and were like, "Hey, what is some of the scariest imagery you can think of?" And it's like, "Okay, how about like a decapitated child's head on like some spider legs that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. chasing them around, yeah. <laughs> spewing like venom on them and stuff." It was kind of like some dead space imagery. Yeah, if like. you guys ever played that game, xenomorph type thing yeah. where it's like different parts of things coming out of another thing and mm-hmm. it's got a bunch of legs and limbs and all sorts of goo and stuff. Yeah, and the thing that I love about these movies too is that they, I mean, they hold back with the gore, but they don't yes. hold back as far as you see two kids die on screen that are murdered on screen so it's like the little girl in the bleachers with the like birthmark on her face oh, and then the kid that was really good too in the the house like, of come mirrors closer, come closer. yeah so you see two kids get killed on yeah. screen uh, which is pretty damn ballsy and then like when they did the flashback of i'm totally forgetting his name but the bully when he uh-huh. woke up and they were just all those child like limbs and heads floating in the river with him. Yeah. Holy shit. Yes. Yeah, but I feel like when they when he gets the kids, the Pennywise is like they in other movies might have him like chomping on him like five times or something and like having guts everywhere and everything and I think they do it tastefully. Yeah. 
Because some stuff these days is like, whoa, it's a some bit much. Is, yeah, it's too gory. It's too and gory, it's like, and it doesn't serve any purpose besides, like, making you feel nauseous. Uh, yeah, and I think that's what makes uh, good horror such a rarity is because you have to you have to do it tastefully where it's not like you're just being over the top to be over the top. Yeah. Like you're being smart about it. And then, oh yeah, and I loved the scene in the Chinese restaurant when they were all hallucinating and seeing, mm-hmm. you know, all that black like ooze come out of the table. And then oh, do you yeah. remember all the decapitated kids' heads that were floating in the aquariums? Oh, and it was yeah, playing yeah, that yeah, creepy yeah. kid music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Oh yeah, trigger warning, there is a gay hate crime in the very first scene of the movie, yeah, which was pretty was very intense. intense and sad. But a good commentary again of human yes. monsters. Um, I feel like we've probably already answered this question, but who is your MVP? <laughs> Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Just every movie. <laughs> Corey Feldman. Uh, definitely a hater. Bill Hader. Uh, just his arc was great and he's just really talented mm-hmm. very good almost carbon copy of the little Richie definitely <laughs> little Richie, little Richie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess runner up other favorite characters were probably the Beverly or Pennywise I think yeah because those are just like some of the main peeps mm-hmm. yeah yeah same as these oh yeah Richie all the way and just <laughs> and just Bill Hader is my MVP for life. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, Richie, like you said, great arc. Um so much emotional depth, crying, hysterical, just like dropping um the comedy and the great lines, you yeah. know, when it was appropriate, when it was needed and uh, I did. I did read. I can't remember where, but they said in an interview that you know, because he is mm-hmm. an improv guy, that they did let him, you know, run, run wild a little bit. So Good. some of the stuff we saw wasn't scripted. So I'm Good. excited to see some of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. All right. Should we do our trivia and fun? Like it's Winifrey over here. Like <laughs> Oprah Winifrey is over here. <laughs> One fun fact. Did we see it in an interview or something? Or did you read it somewhere? Anyway, the actor, the Skarsgård. Yes, however you say it. Anyway, Pennywise, Bill Skarsgård. Bill. <laughs> Bill. Bill. In the movie. So, oh yeah, I think I saw it on Reddit. So... Uh, when him and Hater were on set, Hater was like talking. You know, they're just shooting the shit, and he's like, "Oh, that's so cool how they, the effects team could do the thing where Pennywise moves it, where you move your eye, you know, and it's all like crooked and to the other <laughs> side." Yeah. And then, and then the the scars guard is like, "Oh, you mean this?" And then he just does it. <laughs> he just goes and all like, like cockeyed. Hater like shit his pants like <laughs> ran off. He scared the crap out of him on that one. Well, you so, yeah, think I that thought a that was pretty damn, pretty damn that. cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, I can just fire off a, a few and go yeah, back go and forth. It. 
Oh, so even though there was the disturbing thing with the gay couple, they did get a couple jabs in telling one of the attackers they had the Meg Ryan hair. Oh, I love that. And that was funny. And then later in the movie, they have the poster for You Got Mail with her hair. <laughs> so oh, yeah. It's it pretty damn funny. You can't go wrong with a, with a gay guy giving you a good burn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. I See, I didn't know. So the Andy Muschietti did a Shyamalan. He made a cameo in the movie i guess ah. so i guess when they're at the pharmacy when eddie's at the pharmacy he's the the director's in some of the aisles oh, I need, okay. yeah. I didn't, we're gonna have to look again oh that's interesting so <laughs> ah. when so the i think it's richie is he the one that goes back to the arcade yes because his oh yeah so each person has to get like a token mm-hmm. as part of the plot his token is literally an uh, arcade token. <laughs> it's a literal token. Uh, and they show us the Street Fighter game and the No Mortal Kombat game, that which was, was awesome. Apparently, the Mortal Kombat wasn't released until the 90s, though. And this was in 1989. Uh-oh. That, that just brought the rating down by five points. <laughs> yeah, I know. In any other website, this yeah. is historically inaccurate. This is just oh, atrocious. Uh, I don't know what this means but if anyone does uh, the film was filmed in Hawkscope which is anamorphic unlike its predecessor which was filmed in Panavision which is anamorphic if anyone wants to comment to tell us what in the actual fuck means (laughs) that'd be cool that'd be cool cool go ahead alright you want to take away Shan? oh yeah well um this was fun so speaking of the um the Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks You've Got Mail poster that was yeah. behind Richie in the arcade. It says um, and this is according to IMDB if you look closely the torn parts of the poster actually spell out it. So we need to, we gotta look <laughs> uh, Sneaky, sneaky, Rafiki. Sneaky, freaky. And then uh, a license plate on the wall. Okay, this was another thing uh. I loved about this movie was the what Stephen King cameo. Oh, baby. That was too much fun. I was like wailing. I was so excited. She lost Um, it. She practically got a bad receipt. King Sit is down, the woman. king, baby. Sit down. Sit down. Control yourself. Calm yourself. <laughs> so there's a license plate on the wall behind him because he's playing like an antique shop owner. And it says mm-hmm. CQB241. So it's the same license plate in Christine. Yes. And then he, Stephen King yes. as the owner. Yes. Also asked for $300 for the bike. Uh-huh. Um, oh, hi. When uh, Bill's trying to get his old bike back. And I guess that was the same amount that George LeBay initially like offers to sell the car for in Christine. No. So that was, that was that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. So... Oh, this was one thing that was just, like, a little irksome. Like, maybe it's more noticeable in the theater compared to mm-hmm. if you're watching at home. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The young actors were, they aged so much in those two years, obviously, you know, <laughs> as a kid. Yeah. You're, you're going to know it's a huge difference. They did have to be de-aged digitally oh so we weren't seeing things yeah because they looked so much older in real life because when you in the theater we were watching it was like sometimes the mouth would look weird or like they're they're it almost looked like their speech wasn't matching 
their yeah. mouth and then like the face looked kind of blurry and it wasn't on all the kids though which was weird so hopefully yeah we so if you're someone that's triggered by that you will be set <laughs> off you were traumatized because <laughs> i know people de-aging. like lost their minds in the star wars one because that guy was oh used. the dead and, like, guy i could barely even notice and some people were like off their rocker about it the only, I mean, he looked like he had no soul, but I mean, he was a bad guy. Because <laughs> he's dead, that's <laughs> yeah, probably why. But he was bad, so it, like, it worked. Uh, I don't know. All right, I got one. So, <laughs> when Richie sees the one of the weird-ass spiders, he says, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> or fucking kidding. And I guess in John Carpenter's The Thing, a character says the exact same thing when they see a creepy spider-headed creature. Oh, that's cute. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Okay, this sounds funny. <laughs> I I, I've only read part of this one. It sounds funny. So during the final battle, Richie, Bill Hader, calls Pennywise a sloppy bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was so good. This is a reference in an interview of Bill Hader on Conan where Hader revealed he would call his friends that when they would beat him at GoldenEye. <laughs> no way. So that's pretty Didn't epic. Didn't he used to play that? Oh, yeah. Oh all, the cool, all the kids did. All the cool kids <laughs> So that's probably Slowly building off bitch. of what you said of where they let him go off off the rails a little that bit doing so his own improv. Good. And then what there's always cool Easter eggs in these movies where they're connected with Stephen King's other stuff. Oh, yeah. So Matroon the Turtle, <laughs> one of the <laughs> gate guardians of the Dark Tower, is referenced in this chapter two movie. So I guess in the book, the turtle's actually the one that tells the kids how to perform the ritual of Chud to kill it. Oh, okay. So the they turtle's had the one that tells them. We thought they were gonna do more when they were in that when they were in that river again. It was like or or lake or whatever. It was we like, thought we were uh-oh, gonna see the turtle. Here comes the turtle. <laughs> Here comes. Here comes Ninja Turtle. Whoa, Pennywise is only in the film for ten minutes. What? What the fuck? Really? Wow. I guess maybe because they were seeing so many like versions of him and like the haunted like lumberjack guy and things like that. Oh yeah, that was funny. Uh, but connected to that, um, on the side of Mike's, the Native American artifact is a symbol mm-hmm. with a circle and one large point and several smaller points and it represents the Dark Tower. Uh-huh. So in Dark Tower, uh, those series of novels connects so many of his works. So it was like It, The Shining, The Stand, Salem's Lot, Insomnia. Wow. And then um, get the sixth, That's loco, man. sixth book, Song of Susanna, implies that it, it, Pennywise, it is one of the six greater demon elementals. Whoa. Um, so that was, I again... I think they did a really good balance of the sci-fi and like the quirky original material, but not too much where you were overwhelmed. It was enough yeah. to be like, okay, this is cool. This is like a, a other dimensional being. Like I can, I can buy that. I'm cool yeah. with it. All right, I think I got one more. So yeah, I did too. Yeah. Good. I didn't know this, but it was kind of reminding me of the Shining scene where there was the blood. In the hallway, the giant, massive amount of yeah. the blood, blood. Out. So, when Beverly's in the toilet cubicle during the climax of the movie, 
I guess they use 4,500 gallons of fake blood. <laughs> that's the record for theatrical production. Damn. So, blood. She's all, is this vegan? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me too. <laughs> like, no, it's pure cow's is blood. Is this cruelty free? <laughs> what kind of dye did you use? Uh-oh. Just have bugs in it. <laughs> vegan. Is there honey in here? I will not be a part of this. <laughs> don't hate, don't hate. Go ahead. Oh, my last thing, which I thought was funny, and i definitely going to have to look for it on the second viewing, but um, the same actress <laughs> who played Eddie's mom yeah. played Eddie's wife. Oh, no way. Yeah, which is funny because he basically married his mother, and then they used the No same way. That's like so a, funny. Yeah, Beverly married... Her dad. That's so funny. Oh my god! So we need to wow. look for that because that was wowzers. That was crazy. That's nuts. Um, oh yeah, and the last thing, um, the visuals again, the the bloody bathroom scene, and then she's reaching, uh, for Ben, and he's in that. Yeah, and it's grave, connected. And they're connected. Yeah, yeah. They're grabbing for each other. Oh man, that was really well done. It was. Great use of the medium. Yeah. So I highly yeah. recommend this movie. Great directing, great music. The visuals are off the charts. It's scary. It's hilarious. And then obviously the acting. It's like feels. He has so many feels. And obviously if you like the first movie, then there's no reason not to see this yeah. one. Yeah. And Bill Skarsgård is... I He's brilliant i wish mm-hmm. he could get an oscar for this role i mean just uh, the eyes and his, that creepy smile which is yeah. him too that's just his face that's he is nuts. oh which in the movie i love too you see him putting the makeup oh, on yeah that was a good touch that yeah was super creepy. just like his human face um oh we didn't even talk about that old lady scene that was freaky as fuck. oh my god the naked old lady <laughs> and she kept like zoning out and you're like uh, oh, she was so dead in her eyes. She reminded me of that creepy ass. What was that movie where those two kids thought they were going to see their grandparents and they weren't their oh, grandparents? Yes, that was. It reminded me of that movie. one. Yes. That was fucked up. That was a good movie. It looked like that lady, like that was creeping <laughs> through that. <laughs> Shitty that diaper, shit diaper and on the kid's kid. face. Oh, it was so, so shocking. It was oh, real yeah. shocking. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Stellar cast, Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy, who also... Oh, that guy is awesome. He was an older Bill, too. I thought they did an incredible job. His yeah. stutter and the, the blue eyes. I mean, that guy's an amazing actor. And he is. Definitely. He done good. It. He done real good. He's real purdy, too. <sighs> All right. So... Signing off. We got some some shouts here. Yes, yeah, so... Some we're on Instagram, Insta. Scream Team Pod, Twitter, Scream twi- Team twi- Pod twi- also, and then just the Scream Team Podcast on and Facebook. Another <laughs> and another one. And another one. And another one. Sadly, obviously, we were in a theater, so there will be no uh, uh, reaction the, compilation. The cam version. We'll have the cam version up shortly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not. Um, and then next week, uh, we're going to take it back to 1990. Going, going. Back, Do back some arachnophobia. 
Godzilla. Oh, that giant ass spider in the basement. It's on fire. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to be able to take a shower for like a week. So that's what you, you're going to deal with it. You brought this on your so You brought this on yourself. <laughs> so uh, keep screaming, my babies. <laughs> Don't forget to